Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, folks. This is your man, man, our Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast, where you can find me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts and anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can find me. So, today, I'm going to talk about the Detroit Lions, and I'm a Detroit Lions fan. And I've been a Detroit Lion fan ever since I was a little kid. And as uh, most of us who are uh, NFL um, favorites, where we love watching the NFL and play and uh, do fantasy football or just pick our favorite team to win the Super Bowl, as you know, the Detroit Lions are on HBO's Hard Knock. And our coach, well, Detroit Lions' coach, Dan Campbell wanted the NFL to follow them for three, four weeks and make an episode out of it and make everything a big deal, just like he did last year as a um, his first year of head coach of the Detroit Lions and his uh, introduction into what Lions' personality was going to be about and how when they get kicked down, they're going to get back up, and then they're going, and they get kicked down again, and then they're going, you can tear our legs apart, but we'll get up again until we'll become the last person standing up, just like the WWF or the WWE character from the 90s and the 80s, and how ridiculous this sounds, right? This is our coach. This is the coach that... Wants everyone to know that he's Mr. Macho Man of Detroit Lions. All we need to do is promote Mr. Hulk Hogan and tell all those Detroit Lions fans out there to take those Hulkamania vitamin pills and tell those Detroit Lions how to, how to make sure that you listen to your mother and stay in school. Right? Is this what we're, la- is this what we're going for? And I don't understand why all these uh, ESPN and all these other Fox Sports and all these other ex-broadcasters for ESPN uh, uh, podcasters are so into this moment of, this is the awesome coach. This is a great coach. He's a player's coach. He's everything what we need. He's everything that the Lions need. And, you know, I find it interesting that We've got a guy that's really emotional, and it's almost unstably emotional. <laughs> and and for example, I've got this coach that I'm watching on TV, and he on the Hard Knock episode, he does he decides to do the ups and downs with the players. And most of us would say, "Well, that's great." He wants to he wants to participate with the rest of the team. He wants to show the team that this is a unity. This is about even him having to do the same thing. But instead, he just wasted five minutes of of coaching to look at what players are able to do it, and what players cannot do it, and what players are struggling. And what players that he thinks that he could talk to on the side as they're doing ups and downs 
and uh, having a little small talk with that with that player and seeing if that if if that player is okay or that player is able to want to play a different position or just to get to know the player. But instead, he's doing these ups and downs like he's 25 years old. He wants to prove to the world that he's strong or he's able to still do it. If he's not able to do it, then what's going to say? Oh, I'm not a player no more. Oh, I'm not a tough guy. It's all this tough guy bullshit. <coughs> that I don't understand. I don't get this this macho personality that he's putting this off. I don't get this macho like like he wants to be one of the guys again. He wants to be a player. He wants to tell his team what to the just gotta believe, man. Grit. Just believe. Just do it. Just believe. I mean, you can talk all you want. You can do this, and you can throw your fist down on the table, and you can slam it on the ground, and you can pick up a whole semi-trailer higher uh, from the ground, or a or a or a farm tire uh, and flip it over. You can do that all day long. But it doesn't make your team better. It just makes your team extremely emotional during the good times and the bad times. So when things don't go the Detroit Lions way, or a miss a, a missed call from the referees, or a cheap shot from another team, and the referees don't see it, are you going to go run run up and down the sideline like an ape, like like a gorilla? Uh, punching your uh, punching your own ch- chest around, and then what's that going to do? That's going to allow your other players on the team see that, and then they're going to do a a a penalty on the next call or the following plays down the down the line, and you're going to get a ten yard uh, penalty or fifteen yard penalty for. For unnecessary roughness or just something stupid, you just—I don't get this whole macho garbage. It's just so dumb. I just don't get why people are so into this this overmasculated personality. This is not the '70s no more. Players should not have to respond to play to coaches. They are way too hyperactive. I feel like he's almost like. Got some form of ADHD or something, and you know I, I give him credit for having his team last year in the defense. They kept playing hard. I swear, that's the one thing I can get him I can can give him a lot of credit for. When the Lions weren't doing that good, and they were not scoring, their defense somewhat kept them in the game. And. And I do think that one of his challenges as a coach, not just the emotional thing about what he's got a problem with, but one of the challenges he's got to do is he's got to figure out, okay, if when things don't go our way, when we lose two games in a row, am I going to be able to keep the players there with me? Am I going to be able to get the players not to go out on a Friday night or not to go out on a Saturday night and come to work drunk or high. 
That's the question that, that I'm going to have to ask or what Campbell is going to have to ask. And Campbell can always say, well, I don't have control of that. But yeah, you do. You can find the players. You can tell them. If you go to these type of facilities, if you go to these type of locations, and you don't, and you're not home by 10 o'clock on a Friday night, you're going to get fined. I mean, one of the biggest things that people don't realize is that on a certain side of Detroit, there's lines of 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 strip joints. So let's say Detroit Lions are they win the first game of the year and and they lose the second two, so they're now one in three. Uh, based on these fifty three players, let's say you start losing the bench warmers. The guys are just sitting there twiddling their thumbs and say, "Well, I'm not going to play, so I'm going to just go out with uh, with Julio or or Gerald or or Antonio or Antoine, and because me and Antoine, we're not going to get caught. So let's go to uh, so let's go to a strip joint. They they, they got not they're not going to know. I mean, I just can't." Imagine a Ford family driving down the street of the of the of the so-called bad side of Detroit and say, "Well, we just saw Jerome and we just saw um, um, Antoine out in uh, or Bobby at this strip joint, or we saw him at the bar till eleven o'clock at night." And that's what I really think that's what happens. Detroit Lions has a when Detroit starts losing, the the players start losing focus, and the players start losing interest in the coach. So it doesn't matter what the coach says or what he does. If they start losing, and they become two and five or three and seven, three and seven is just over half the halfway mark of the NFL season. So if you consider that. So Detroit, let's say Detroit's three and seven. So they have plenty of time to 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 at least be nine and nine and seven or or ten and seven. So they have a chance to go on a winning streak. But if you lose your players by week ten and they're at the bar or they're or at a strip joint or wherever they go, you're basically lost your team. And it doesn't matter if it's just one or two players. It doesn't matter if it's ten of them. You never know when you're going to get caught up and play in the next play because some guy got hurt. And that's basically what happens. That's why those guys get hurt. Because because when they go out, they stay out the night before, they don't allow their bodies to rest. And because your body's not resting or not ready to go, you get caught to go into the game and then you get hurt and then you get a pile big old pile of injuries and then people always say oh it's luck of the lions no it's not a luck of the lions it's the inability to keep your team focused and inability to have a sense of to have a sense of responsibility for your team and as a head coach when you run around in circles acting like Macho Man Randy Savage, 
That doesn't help the team. The team doesn't need an extra player. The team doesn't need an extra a cheerleader. The team doesn't need some guy yelling at them or some some this hyperactive emotional speaker. That's not what they need. They need people that can coach and and show them what they're doing incorrectly on on film and and during practice fields. And the other players are supposed to help along and, sh- and show the other guy, like, when I'm running this way and you commit to this side, I'm going to run on top of that and the ball is going to be thrown over your head. But if I move a certain way to the left, so I'm slanting towards the middle of the field, you're already in in the wrong position so you have to wrap your whole body around and by the time you wrap your whole body around in circle i'm already seven yards ahead of you and i'm going to catch the ball and strive so i'm going to keep so when i catch it i'm going to keep moving i don't have to jump i don't have to swivel i don't have to reach back i'm going to catch the ball right in front of me with my hands with my hands, and then I'm going to keep continuing. And that's something that I don't see at any level of Detroit Lions. There's no coaching at all. There's just, all right, do this play. Let's hope it, let's hope it works. No, let's not hope it works. I will say that Mr. Tom Kennedy, the wide receiver, number 85 for Detroit during the first scrimmage game, was awesome. He he ran his route. He caught the ball with his hands, and and he he did a great job. He just really did. He was just right there, and I just can't I can't express more to you that I don't like when a coach has to go in hyperactive mode just to keep his guys' interest. I don't need our running back to make a speech at the end of practice because they had a bad practice and he gets so emotional that he's going to start crying. It's no, there's no crying in football. And if you're crying about something in preseason already, I don't feel like you're emotionally or mentally ready for football. The only time you should cry in football is if you break your leg or you're seconds away of winning a Super Bowl. Seriously. If you got two seconds left and the quarterback, all he has to do is kneel it down, then you can cry because you're never going to understand how it feels to get to that point ever again because of your hard work. But I don't need Campbell crying either. And that's in some of it, he's just like he he was crying when he was telling his coach, his players, like, you guys don't get it, man. I gotta get you ready. That's why I put the pads on you, bro. I put the pads on you because I get, it's my job to get you ready. To be ready for the game. For the real game. And you guys might not like me. And then he almost starts to cry. I don't get that. I don't understand that that mentality of crying. 
I don't get why you're so emotional that you're almost crying. Some it just doesn't help the team. It just will never help the team when your coaches are over emotional. There's two assistant coaches. One's the offense, one's the offense coordinator. I mean the offense coach, and one's the defense coach, and they're bickering at each other like two high school kids. Well, well, guess what? My brother can beat up your brother. <laughs> I don't need that. Players don't need that. Players don't need this weird arch rival of within the teammates. No, you want the team. You want your players to support each other, to push each other, not so that one guy starts every week or the other guy is coming off the bench every week. No, you need to encourage them so that when one guy is out for a play or two, the other guy has enough confidence to come in to, to take his spot. But this whole, people think it's, watching this, this hard knock, People think it's very positive, really masculine. Well, no, it's really just, oh, this is about winning, and this is about emotional, and I want the team to win so bad. Well, so does so does the 68,000 people that show up to the preseason game and watch them lose because, because your team wasn't mentally prepared to, to protect the football. And then you give up the ball, a touchdown over a 45-yard touchdown pass. And you and you just look around, and, and it's almost normal. It's not normal. That should never be normal. You should never, ever, ever, ever be a team to decide within the last 10 seconds of a game or a minute and 20 seconds of the game if your team's going to win or lose. Only once in a million moons should that happen but this happens to detroit every year every year in and out always happens oh look they're making a comeback oh they're down by three. Oh, they scored a touchdown oh, they tie the game oh look it's a fumble oh look oh look they gave up a 45 yard touchdown to aaron Rodgers and deon Deontay Adams, which now he's with uh, uh, Oakland Raiders, well, with Vegas Raiders. But now they lost to a backup to Atlanta Falcons and, and, and to a wide receiver who was probably a backup. It's just unbelievable. You have not accomplished anything when you still are losing in a preseason game the same way that you lost last year. It's not good. Please, stop acting. This is not a cartoon. You're not in the WWE. You're just not, Campbell. Learn how to speak to your players like grown-up adults. They're not... There's, they're not just athletes they're human beings they're people that participate in a sport for maybe 20 to 15 percent of their life and then they go home and then someday they're going to retire and someday they're going to do other things with their life focus on other stuff like that too so that the players can come back to work not all stressed out 
you're going to stress your players out during practice and during games and you tell them to go home and watch a video and over and over again, they're going to come to, they're going to show up to practice and in the next game all stressed out. You don't want that. You want them to come to work, relax, refresh. That's what you want. I can't, I can't say much more about it. I'm quite disappointed in that preseason game. Besides, you know, a couple of the, a lot of the offensive plays were pretty good, but when it comes down to the defense and this over emotional um, acting, I call it entertainment by Mr. Campbell. If I want to watch that stuff, Mr. Campbell, I'm going to start watching the WWE, like I did when I was a little kid, on Friday nights. Raw or whatever it's on. I don't know what it means on anymore. But if I'm going to watch you act like a fool, then I'm going to watch professional athletes act like a fool because that's what they get paid for. All right, I got to go. I hope I hope the tour lines does better, do better. I hope they can fix their mistakes. I hope they don't. I hope they don't just blow another season away because no one's mentally ready. You can be physically ready, but if you're not mentally ready, it doesn't mean anything. So hopefully, Mr. Campbell, you do something with your time and you can get your teammates and your coaches on the right on the right mind. Act like a coach. Don't act like a... Don't act like a fool. Don't like, don't act like a wrestling mania, man. Please stop. Please, for the God, for the love of God and the love of sports, please just act like a grown man. That's what they, that's what those athletes need. They don't need Macho Man Randy Savage. They need a head coach. All right, I'm out. If you like this podcast, I know it's a little shorter. I gotta keep it a little shorter. For advertisement, whatever you want to call it. Um, if you want to listen to my podcast, this is Crazy Dre Podcast Show, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. You can find me on Spotify and and Apple Podcasts and other podcasts out there. Show, I mean, broadcasters. All right, peace and love, and go Detroit.